Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome to Built to Thrive, where all this week we're learning how to reduce the stress in our lives. Now, yesterday, I invited you to try out a golden hour of screen-free time in the morning in order to reduce the number of micro-stress doses that you experience on a daily basis. How did you get on with that experiment? It's not easy, is it, to break out of a long established routine, right? Well, here's something that might help. Sometimes we can be so caught up in looking towards a long-term goal that we forget that changes are often made in tiny increments, little achievements day by day. Professor BJ Fogg, a world expert in behavior change, talks about how we can use the power of celebration in order to build new healthy habits. You know how when you eat some fried food or drink a glass of wine, your brain experiences a rush of positive emotion and thinks, oh, yes, please, I want a little bit more of that. Well, you can actually hack that system and use it to reinforce healthy habits as well. All you need to do is to remember to celebrate your achievements, however small. Then you'll create positive emotions in your brain and make it more likely that you'll do the habits again. Now, it's really important that if you can, you should try and celebrate the behavior as soon as you do it or as soon after as possible. So it could be at the end of your golden hour without your phone in the morning, you could, I don't know, give yourself a smile in the mirror. You could say, great job. You could do a fist pump. You know, but you could even just chart it in a journal or a diary or in a tick chart that's on your fridge. Absolutely anything to really try and lock in that positive emotion with that habit. It makes it much more likely you're going to repeat it again and again. Now, so far this week, you've heard about some of the negative effects that stress can have on our bodies. And you might have thought, if stress is so bad for me, why am I so good at it? Well, it's all thanks to good old-fashioned evolution. You see, over tens of thousands of years, humans have evolved all kinds of systems that are constantly assessing whether we're safe or under threat. A long time ago, this really did help protect us and help to handle the stresses that early humans faced, such as running from a fearsome predator. The stress response is actually an amazing thing that our bodies are capable of, but it only really works for us over short periods of time. In the short term, the stress response sends more blood to the brain, directs resources in the body to the muscles and helps us to heal wounds. That's fantastic for going head to head with a saber-toothed tiger. It's fantastic if you have a short period of intense stress at the gym. It can be really, really good for that. It's less good if that's happening on a day-to-day -day basis in response to the state of our daily lives. Our bodies function at their best when we're in what I call a thrive state. You know, we sleep better, we think better, we can digest food better. But unfortunately, the stresses of modern life mean that many of us spend most of our lives in a stress state, which can have seriously negative consequences for our health. Today, I want to explain a little bit more about the human brain. Each of us has two large neurological systems, which very loosely we can talk about as the rational brain and the emotional brain. Generally speaking, the rational brain helps us to make logical decisions and the emotional brain helps us process our feelings and fears. Now, they don't really work together. It's more like they're in competition with each other, each one of them vying for majority control over your decision-making. So think back to your last big argument or outburst of road rage. Which one of those two brains do you think was in charge? 
That's right. When you're calm and thriving, your rational brain is available and ready to make sensible decisions. But when you're under stress, the emotional brain takes over. And this means that you are now hypervigilant for threats. You're more likely to interpret incoming information as a warning sign and act accordingly. Once the threat is gone, your emotional brain starts to calm down and your rational brain starts to step back in. But here's the problem. If your life is full of chronic stress, if you are always taking on micro stress doses, then you end up constantly feeling under threat. Your emotional brain becomes more dominant and your rational brain gets sidelined. The amygdala is an area in your brain that forms an important part of your emotional response and it actually grows bigger when we experience frequent stress. It becomes more powerful and more sensitive. So suddenly, you're on the lookout for threats from every single direction. You think that barking dog is totally going to come and bite you, and the rush text from a friend must mean that she's angry. Think about when you're having a stressful time at work or with the family. Doesn't everything else feel more stressful too, even if it's completely unrelated? That's your body's stress state and the emotional brain that's reigning supreme. I think it's really useful to know and understand why our stress response is there and how it operates. The key thing to remember is it's only natural to experience stress. You're not malfunctioning. If anything, you're overfunctioning. What we need to do is become aware of when we're experiencing chronic stress, that low-level, gnawing kind of anxiety that feeds the emotional brain and takes us out of our thrive states. That's why practices like the golden hour of protected time first thing in the morning is such a great practice to establish. Again, remember, if an hour's too much, even 10 or 20 minutes will start to make a difference. Now, I appreciate it's quite a lot of information that you've taken on board today, so I'm not gonna set you any complicated tasks to try. All I want you to do is continue the practice of a golden hour of screen-free, stress-free time each morning. Only this time, I want you to celebrate your new habit along the way. Don't forget, even 10 minutes will make a difference. Give it a go, give it a try. Let me know how you're getting on on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And as always, I'll see you tomorrow.